The job. The stress. We are, there is an active shooter working at Douglas. Multiple gunshots are being fired. Politics. Politics. Pressure. Pressure. Get out of here. We got a guy with a long rifle. We don't know where the hell he's at. Fear. Survival. Control 765, I need the radio for a minute. Be advised, we are taking fire from a very high floor. We believe it's possibly coming from the Mandalay Bay. And we get it. And we have to do better. The truth behind the badge. Presented by the Team South Florida Law Enforcement Charity. to another show. This is Rich, and tonight I have a very, very special guest that we are honored to have with us. I have Emily Nimps, the wife of Broward County Sheriff's Deputy Benji Nimps with us. Thank you very, very much for joining me tonight, Emily. Thanks for having me, Rich. So we'll just get right into it for tonight's show. Very interesting topic, and I'm just going to read a social media post from Emily. And with our show, it's very real, very direct. We really don't censor that many things. And this one was a little bit difficult, but it's a topic that I think is very important for a lot of us to hear and discuss. And we're blessed and fortunate to have Emily here to share a perspective that, you know, not everybody can relate to from being in her shoes. So I'm just going to read this post real quick, if that's all right with you. No, it's fine. All right, this was posted on Wednesday, and it's, I would assume it's um, in response to the horrific incident with uh, the Florida Highway Patrol, where we tragically lost a, a trooper over here. And it says, when we get Benji's foundation social media up, we will not be posting any confirmed reports of officers shot or killed or anything releasing their name for at least the first 24 hours. Just because their names have been released does not mean that their loved ones have had enough time to break the news to their relatives or close friends and no one wants to find out by social media. Your prayers will not go very far in those first 24 hours, but a little respect will go a long way. Not everything should be a race about who posts what first, and can we have some decency about the photos released? It is traumatizing to see. I do not speak for all surviving families, but I have zero problems speaking on my own feelings, and this shit pisses me off to no end. Give the families time. Your prayers and condolences and honoring their fallen heroes will all be appreciated. There is no harm in giving them time. There may be harm in oversharing information too soon. And... I can tell you that this one this one hit us hard because I have to apologize because I feel like we're we're guilty of this and we really try our very best to be respectful. We've got several several contributors on our social media platforms and we try our best to be respectful, but I think we as an organization owe you an apology. Um do you want to elaborate a little bit on the post? Well, first off, when you read it, it sounded a lot nicer than what I was saying it as but um no i mean honestly i'm guilty of the same thing i've done the same thing before benji died i was the one who was like we need to put this out there people need to see what's happening but i wasn't paying attention to when i was posting it or putting any thought behind that i was just doing it because i thought i was doing the right thing 
then here we are and Benji's dead and people are posting stuff up on my wall hours after his name gets released. So what what we've heard from what we've heard from some husbands and and wives and uh, even teenage children is that sometimes they find out the facts and they find out certain details from social media. Would you agree with that yeah. lately? Yeah. So I'm trying to see. It's it's difficult. It's like you try to find the, the delicate balance. You try to find what's right. I could tell you from our organization standpoint, we typically will do our best to wait until there's confirmed information from a specific agency. However, I know when I looked back, I know that we shared that something had happened mm -hmm. to a trooper, and I know that you commented on that. Yeah. You want to tell us what we did wrong on that? I, it was right after it happened. You guys just put it right out there, and I, I even, <laughs> I told you, I'm very honest with you. I When I was putting that post up, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to put a lot of people on blast. I really don't want to, but at the same time, I don't want to say fuck your feelings on it, but, but really, that's it's just so upsetting to see it. I mean... It, it's 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 really annoying. You you don't have to hold back and don't worry about you know our feelings and everything. One of the one of the things you said that struck me and I remember um, specifically with with this incident with FHP was you said you you may not have released the name you may not have released the details but you mentioned that a trooper was shot oh, in an area. Oh, in a panic. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Okay. No, now I remember. <laughs> I remember that before. But no, yeah, you're also doing that. I mean, I'm sure, again, with my situation, it was different. I was out of state, so I really don't know what was happening here. But if people were just releasing, like, there's deputy killed, and none of the spouses, none of the parents know who it is, and you guys are just putting it out there, it puts people, in, I guess, in a fucking tizzy is the only way I can put it. You know, you're getting people all worked up and they don't know what's happening no they don't have any facts yeah one of the th one of the things i remember you telling me was just imagine if you had a trooper that was working in that area as a family member or a close friend you see a post that something happened to that trooper and now you're trying to get a hold of them you're trying to contact them you're trying to reach them and if you can't get a hold of them or you start worrying that it's them and, and you don't know. So, yeah, you know, you're, you're right about being in a panic. Um, I know you mentioned 24 hours. Is there a reason behind the 24 hours or you think it's just being respectful to give it a... the least you can do. Um, and you're referring to referencing the name, the details? Yeah, I mean, especially the, the name. I mean, just put... I mean, for fuck's sake. The, when, when Benji died... Um, and again, I don't speak for all surviving families. I can't, I, can't, I can't even speak for the rest of my family or Benji's family. I'm speaking for myself. And it took me several hours to figure out how to tell Eliza. Now, thank God my daughter's four. So it's not like she was on social media and able to look at that. But it took me several hours to find a way to tell my daughter, you're never going to see your dad again. Wow. So can you imagine if Eliza was older? No, and 
Benji's uh, sister. She didn't know until hours, hours later. She was in a completely different time zone. She has young kids too. What happens if we're trying to let her sleep or something like that? She wakes up and is with her kid, opens up Facebook and, hey, your brother's dead. Huh. Benji's grandparents, anybody, anybody. Yeah, I don't even have any words. It's, it's difficult to find the words. Um, I just, it's tough. It's, the world that we're in today, everybody's in a race, whether it's professional media outlets, whether it's just individuals, whether it's organizations, it literally seems like an absolute race. I know, I know we put out an email message to those on our email list, and we're very similar to another organization in Florida, and we both do the same thing. We, we absolutely wait until the agency announces the name. In this particular case, Florida Highway Patrol, I want to say it was probably three or four hours, and they had a full press release. So... Does it's, that mean, though, that the families had time to, to do stuff? No, and uh, I'm, I was actually surprised how quickly they put that together and put that out because you have to figure with notifications and notifying the family and reaching everybody and contacting them. To your, to your point earlier, there's no, way, there's no way family members can even digest what they're being told, let alone guarantee that they're even contacted that quickly. So while I applaud the Florida Highway Patrol for putting the information out there so quickly, I, I don't know. I, I get why they're trying to put it out there, though. They're trying to put it out there to control maybe speculation, maybe rumors, maybe identify, but it's just it's such a difficult situation. Well, and if anybody's going to put it out, it should be them. But, I mean, it's everybody. Right. It's, it's you guys. It's, it's absolutely every, everybody that I follow within the law enforcement world was just putting it out there. What my main concern was, in, I mean, I, I can barely remember the first several weeks after Benji died, but those first 24 hours, those first 48 hours, I was crushing my kid's world. That's what I was doing. My life was, was a disaster. Eliza and Tommy, I had two kids, and the rest, the rest of our family, we're all going through things differently. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to process it. And then here I am. I got people who I haven't spoken to since middle school saying, hey, I know this girl, posting it up on my fucking Facebook wall. When at that point in time, I was not even allowed to discuss that Benji was dead openly or anything about how he died because it was under investigation. So I can't talk about my husband, but you guys can. Wow. I can't say... I lost my husband. This is what happened. But you guys can. How how the fuck is that fair? No, it's it's absolutely not fair. And I, again, I, I don't know what to say. It, it's difficult. Um, I'm thankful that we have the relationship we do with you and your family. I'm, and I know that there's nothing we can say that will ever fully help or heal. We just try to do the best we possibly can. My goal with this episode tonight and I know this is hard and I know it's not easy, but I, I'm hoping that we can shed some light and maybe, just maybe, have people reconsider or just think a little bit before they post or share. I know you certainly changed 
our viewpoint. Um, and we're not even talking about people that are sharing things that are not even confirmed or later found out to be false. I mean, with with recent incidents, there is there have been uh, there have been several rumors and unconfirmed facts, and then that spreads like wildfire. So I can only imagine for for a family hearing something and then thinking about something and then that's not true and I don't know. And it's not let's let's not make it seem like you know you guys talking about them, you guys remembering them, you guys honoring them. It, that's all appreciated. It really is. And I love it when people talk about Benji. I love seeing his name out there and his perfect face and all of that. I love it. But not within at that point. At that point, honestly, seeing that stuff those first couple days, seeing his crushed car, seeing seeing other people talking about it, other people posting about it, it pissed me off. So that was another thing that you commented on and that I remember seeing some posts with Benji's vehicle and I remember just recently seeing one news station in particular with a horrific, horrific post. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually reached out and I don't think it's necessary to name the uh, the news station, but I, this goes to it, it goes to show you how sometimes I don't know if we get disconnected or we just lose it's compassion. It's clickbait for yeah. the media. Okay, not okay. I'm not saying for you guys, but for the media and stuff, it's clickbait. People see that, and it's kind of just I don't know the way our mind works. It's like I don't want to see what the fuck is going on there. Not right, saying that's you guys, but like media outlets, it's that's why they do it. Yeah, and there's... It's like driving by an accident and looking at the accident. Every, everybody does that. Right. But This particular one really, really irritated me because we had a lot of people comment about it too, and I just decided rather than just comment about it, let me contact them and respectfully ask them to take it down. And I'll just call it what it was. Uh, you know, there was a, a picture of this trooper's patrol vehicle and a tarp over his body on the side of the road and how that is ever possibly considered appropriate to share is just beyond my comprehension but I think you're right Emily I think it's clickbait and I think people from the media not all media though we have we've had so many great contacts in the media there are a lot that are good that, that are good that care uh, I've met some in Indiana that are great too I'm not Again, it's not a blanket statement. Right, Nothing that right. I say is a blanket statement most of the time. It's not. It's not but this, part all, this particular but. one really ticked me off, though, because I called. I spoke to somebody in the newsroom. They seemed to understand. They forwarded me over to the web team. I spoke to the gentleman with the web team, and he said, what's the problem? And I explained it to him, and he said, okay, I'm not seeing what the problem is. And I said, well, let me explain it to you like this. Just imagine that was your mom or your dad. Would you be happy with that? And it almost, it seemed like it clicked unless he was playing me for a fool. And he said, wow, okay, I understand. You know, let me talk to my team and see. And we'll try to get that changed. Then you'll just have to hit refresh. Well, I can tell you as of today, it hasn't been changed. So clearly that went nowhere. But uh, it's tough. So we're dealing with two separate animals here. We're doing, dealing with two separate entities. So you've got your individuals. You've got your organizations, and you've got the media. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say we can't control the media. No. They're, and I could tell you personally, from our organization standpoint, uh, 
we've had several in South Florida specifically that we've got great relationships with and they wanted to cover more events, they wanted to share more information, etc. and their team doesn't put it out there. So it's out of their hands and they've shared it on their personal pages, which which is great, but same thing I had in Indiana. What happened in Indiana? The same thing. They they wanted a, the Carmel what the, they just did in Carmel for the kids. Right. They wanted to see if they would share that, you know, broadcast it, put it on their website and stuff. They didn't, so she just put it on her personal page, but all right, let well, me. because it's the negative that they want to put out there, not the positive. Speaking of the negative and the positive, not to transition or change topics, but you just brought it up, and I am extremely proud as a, as a police officer that truly enjoys this job and the profession, and I see things from a different perspective with Team South Florida and what we do. I think you should tell us what just happened in Carmel, what they did for your kids. I think that is absolutely awesome. It is awesome. They're amazing. Um... I got tricked. Um, it was Eliza was um, on routine patrol. Yeah, she was patrolling. Uh, Officer James Morris from Carmel PD. He wanted to come out and see the kids patrolling, which is normal. Um, and I said, absolutely, put the kids out in their patrol car. He comes over, wants to let Eliza use his police radio. Yeah, there you go. His police radio, and <laughs> um. She, he tells her to call for backup, so she does, and somebody responds. I did not think anything of it, but then five Carmel PD patrol cars just roll on up, lights going in our <laughs> in our tiny little neighborhood. It was awesome. How cool is I that? I had a blast. And Liza and Tommy, they both did. You, you were nice enough to share the video, and it was absolutely awesome. The I, way that she hugged him? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She loves him. And the reaction at the very end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah, what did she, she What did she it. say at the very end? Did she said, I miss you guys, she or I'll miss I, you? I'll mi she said, I miss, the, I miss those guys, I think. <laughs> I miss those guys. Um, she's met Officer Morris a couple of times, um, and the other guys she's never met before, but she just... She is so comfortable around law enforcement officers. You know, they were there for her first day of school and everything else. And, you know, she just, she sees them. And I think part of her just sees daddy. Yeah. Now, I, I see two uh, agencies pretty prominent from, from your social media. Fisher's PD has been great as well. Mm -hmm. Their family. Yeah. And you've been pretty involved with them as well, right? Yeah. We're not going to go into that, though. Okay. But, yes. So, I <laughs> I, I just think it's absolutely awesome from a Florida police officer standpoint to see you in Indiana and to see our brothers and sisters in Indiana and it's almost as if it was a seamless transition your family yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is because mm -hmm. your family to us out here and you go in Indiana and it's as if you just continued on adopting is the perfect way to describe it absolutely um, as far as another topic that I'm just thinking while I have you here, and you're you, this is going to be the messiest. No, no, it's it's fine. <laughs> um, you you already kind of alluded to it. I think it's important. We've covered this topic before. Just from your perspective, and we we share what we're informed with from mm -hmm. from uh, family members. 
it's been our understanding nine times out of ten and there's a there's exceptions but nine times out of ten the family members want to be reminded of their hero mm-hmm. so when somebody comments they post about them they share a memory they contact the family things like that as long as it's respectful I think uh, I think there's some hesitation amongst law enforcement officers law enforcement agencies especially certain command staff members where they're unclear okay this happened the funeral happened the funeral passed maybe we shouldn't bring things up maybe it's re-traumatizing but correct me if I'm wrong you want to be you want to know that people are still remembering Benji honoring Benji thinking about things like that mm-hmm. yeah um and again I'm just gonna I, I do not speak for everybody because every every survivor is different um but I love seeing his name out there and his face and everything else I love seeing that people are still remembering him and that like you guys never forgetting him you know to me that means <laughs> that means more than anything you know I mean even with Fishers and, and Carmel every little thing that they do for us you know they, they do it for us you know for the kids and stuff but it's that the way that they do it it just you just you feel like you just feel like I don't want to say feel Benji that sounds weird but <laughs> I don't I don't even know how to, to explain it really it's just that thin blue line just family that you're you're not going to be forgotten your kids are not going to be forgotten Benji you know this tragic death was not for for no reason and you're not just going to be pushed off to the side right well, I, can, I, I can tell you from our perspective, uh, speaking on that, not feeling Benji, because I agree that does sound kind of <laughs> awkward, but, but I feel like when, when we have either an event or a contact or just anything, just a small, nice gesture, and we know that it was well-received, I feel like it's almost, in a way, on behalf of Benji or making him proud, mm-hmm. making him happy. I feel like he's, he's watching. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how... so. I'm happy to hear you say that. Um, but then again, everyone is different. And some right. people don't want to see that stuff. They don't want to be reminded of it. And that's totally fine. Um, I just like the memories. And I like seeing him out there in a positive way, not the crush car kind of way. Understood. All right, let me ask you a question that's going to vary by every single person. So there's no, you don't have to throw your disclaimer out. I just put it out there for you. Um, very early on, Christine uh, presented you with the memorial plaque and just introduced us very, very brief, like a two-second thing because you had a million things going on. I waited quite some time before messaging you, and is there an appropriate time for individuals? Uh, two, two parts to this question. One is going to be for individuals. One is going to be for organizations like ours. Is there an appropriate time for contact to be attempted? Mm-hmm. And, and would you prefer the contact to go through an agency or direct to you if we had a contact method? And it's just for you, but I'm trying to see because I know it's going to um, vary. So for me, is there a right time? No. And it's, it's not, not because it's not wanted. I have messages coming in all the time still. I have my inbox is still blown up. 
there's people that I've wanted to get back to and I've seen them and their messages have meant so much but with everything else going on I just have not had the moment to sit down and and say what I want to say you know so it's not that there is a right or wrong time um it I, I've seen all the messages I've actually gone through and opened them all and they're they're beautiful it's just I guess it would be more so understanding if you don't get a response back that doesn't mean anything just might mean that we just haven't had the opportunity um as far as you know for myself I prefer direct contact I don't like the you know going one person to another person to another person if you have something you want to reach out to me about then reach out to me about it you almost risk the telephone game where the mm -hmm. message gets diluted yeah I mean you message me right and then I asked around about you and I did research before I responded to you conducted a background investigation I so I, I passed <laughs> the background investigation a little bit <laughs> <laughs> all right well so I guess it's it's kind of tough I mean it's a case-by-case -case basis and everybody's going to be different there is no single answer I think we can agree though um, definitely letting a little bit go by uh, at least till after the funeral yeah oh my god those first few I god no I don't remember any of that I remember cracking some inappropriate jokes that led up to <laughs> you know tits up being just Benji's shot um, but I, I don't there's so much from that that I don't remember I remember picking out his urn but I don't remember you know going to look at the places or any of the conversations that I had I gotta be honest right now I feel like an asshole I don't remember meeting Christine at all I don't remember it. I yeah, just but don't. you don't. I mean, you're you're um, dealing with so much. It's overwhelming. So it's completely. I thought that the first time I met Christine was at the you know the the toy thing. No, yeah, but so that's okay. That. So that's sorry, okay. Christine. Christine will sorry absolutely forgive you. <laughs> no, I mean it goes to show you though. Uh, so I appreciate your your honesty and your willingness to come out here and talk. So, for those that are rushing to make contact. I mean, you, you just summed it up in a nutshell. You don't even remember so many of those conversations. I don't. So there is no rush. And it, then... And it, sorry. No, go ahead. But it, <laughs> there's people that I met um, who, you know, gave me things or whatever, and then I, I meet them again for a second time a couple weeks later, and like, yeah, we met here. I gave you this. And then I feel like an asshole because I don't remember. And... I mean, it's just... I can assure you, and I feel comfortable saying this, speaking for other people, that nobody will get upset that you don't remember a conversation or something like that. I can assure you that. Um, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know that this happened in Benji's situation, but you talked about giving you something, and I'm going to take advantage of having you over here again uh, on the show tonight. One of the things that just drives us crazy and we share it every single time we become aware of it sometimes we get contacted from people we don't even know have you heard about this GoFundMe can you confirm if this is legitimate and we'll do our best and we'll contact a, a contact that we may or may not have at an agency or we'll reach out to somebody and we'll confirm so many times they're not legitimate mm -hmm. and the legitimate ones are typically shared by the agency or by the union. Mm -hmm. So we just shared one tonight, as a matter of fact, 
from the Florida Highway Patrol, and it said, at this time, there's no officially sanctioned fundraising account for their fallen trooper. For those that are wanting to, cause, and I don't want to say that just because one is not officially sanctioned that it's bad or ill intent, but for those that are wanting to do something, having events, selling t-shirts, selling bracelets, I think from speaking with you previously, I think the appropriate thing is to contact the family and make sure mm-hmm. the family's aware of that. There's been a ton of stuff going on that I find out about it last minute or, um, and it's, I, I, I have not heard or of anything that you know has happened that wasn't legitimate it's all been legitimate for benji as far as i'm aware um but it is you know things going on it they've been planning it for a while and then we find out about it last minute and they do get us you know whatever the funds are but uh i think for example with with benji megan Ramon's wife, Benji's zone partner's wife, uh, she actually started up a GoFundMe for us. Um, and there was question, you know, going on with that one. Like, is this legitimate? Um, should they have set it up this way? She was, you know, Megan. And right. We're best friends now. So um, she was just trying to help, you know. But I almost feel bad cause I, because I can't even imagine the amount of messages she got and skepticism mm-hmm. she got. There was and- a ton. There was a ton. Um, so, I mean, just because it's, it didn't come from the agent does not mean it's not legitimate, but, I mean, you just have to know where it's coming from. Like, obviously, with Megan, that was Benji's best, you know. Right. Grandma was Benji's best friend, so. It All right. Depends. Well, I think, I think we covered a lot of difficult topics. I think we covered some, some tough ones. I'm beyond words appreciative to have you on tonight and I want to turn the floor over to you if there's if there's anything besides that that you want to say (laughs) that comes to mind do you want to you're doing some exciting things I don't this might not be the appropriate time do you want to give a little teaser of something that you got going on right now to honor Benji just a, a tiny little bit maybe just the name just the name and then we could tell everybody to stay tuned (laughs) All right, well, we did start the uh, the Benjamin Nimps Hero Foundation recently, um, and we are working on a few partnerships with them, Nasro being, you know, the one that's pretty set in stone right now and something that we're definitely looking forward to. Um, that's it. That's all you're getting for okay. now. Okay. So no, that's fine. I appreciate it. I'm absolutely uh, proud and honored to have you over here, and I hope you know that you, you guys are doing an amazing, amazing job, and just appreciate your time and everything and i mean it when we say we will never forget and i'm glad you made that facebook post i'm glad you came on here and spoke and i hope that this answers any questions if somebody has a question for you maybe uh what's what's a good email address or do you want them to contact us and then we can put them in touch with you even though i literally just said like 10 minutes ago just come me directly because i don't like that um it's enims at nimpsherofoundation.org. Okay, so there you have it. If somebody has a question or anything like that, Emily's very accessible via email. Thank you very much again. Well, thank you guys. To uh, wrap this show up with our tradition where we make it a point to say we will never forget, I think it's fitting that 
for tonight's hero that we're going to remember, we picked somebody from today's date in Indiana, based on Emily now residing in Indiana and having the love and support that she has from certain agencies up in that area. So today is February 8th, and on this day in 2005, we stop and pause for a minute and remember Sergeant William Brand. Sergeant Brand was shot and killed from an ambush as he drove home from work following his shift at the Monroe County Correction Center. He was driving when a former inmate drove alongside of him and fired a shot into his car just before 2 a.m. The shot struck Sergeant Brand, caused his vehicle to crash into an embankment. The criminal who shot Sergeant Brand was arrested and subsequently convicted of his murder. Sergeant Brand served with the Monroe County Sheriff's Office for eight years and is survived by his wife and three-year-old child. He was 39 years of age.